Welcome to the Anyone Can Change podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. For the first 20 years of my adult life, I lived a life that I thought I should lead. I was the good girl like I was taught to be when I was a kid. I met the man, I had the career, I had the kids. However, I also experienced depression, panic disorder, a marriage breakdown, and a load of other stuff that wasn't sold to me with the big dream. On my 40th birthday, I chose to trust my gut instead of my mind for once, and then everything changed for me. So this podcast is all about my journey, the things I've learned, and how I can help you start living your life, not the one you think you should be living. Hey, hey, and welcome to podcast number two. Today, we are talking all about foundation habits. These are the habits that I always give to my one-on-one clients and as much as possible share in our workshops as well. These are actually the habits that really started to shift my own mental health and well-being. When I I have a really vivid memory of my rock bottom um, and I only knew it was my rock bottom because I was listening to Tony Robbins and he was explaining how, um, you know, how a rock bottom happens. And I was just like, oh my God, that's me. At least things can't get any worse. And it was like literally maybe a day later that I discovered meditation. And I got to tell you, it was really challenging, massively challenging for me in the beginning. However, it to this day, and that's what, 16 years later, I still meditate every single day and it's been such a huge part of my life as well as the other two um, practices of gratitude and journaling. So I'm just going to start off by saying I'm pretty confident that you would have heard of meditation, gratitude and journaling, which is really exciting because when I was 28, this wasn't normal. You know, it wasn't run of the mill. It wasn't um, mainstream is the word I'm looking for. So it's really cool that, that we are now talking a lot about meditation, that we're seeing it in schools, in businesses. We're understanding the power of gratitude and the importance of journaling. And more and more people are talking about it, which is just super, super cool. I'm going to start with meditation. First of all, I want to do some myth busting because I hear time and time and time again, and I'm betting 80% or more of you out there are on the same um, wavelength as the people that I speak to that say, Emma, I can't meditate. I've tried, but I just can't meditate. The question I have for you is, can have you ever found yourself lost in a moment, just staring at something, a tree, a leaf, a feather, a dog, anything? Yeah, we all have. And that is the most simple form of meditation. So anyone can meditate. There's also this myth that meditation is stopping your thoughts. It is not about stopping your thoughts. It's about choosing which thoughts to engage with and which thoughts to let just flow past. And this is in itself is so much more powerful than ever being able to completely stop thoughts anyway, because it's giving us the conscious ability to pick and choose what we engage with. 
And we know already that what we get in, we get our supercomputer between our ears to engage with is going to be what we're creating in our life. Okay, so why meditate? Good question. We meditate for so, so many reasons. As I say, I started because I had um, depression and anxiety. So I needed to do something about the constant criticism and judgment going on in my mind. And um, meditation is also incredibly, incredibly powerful for anyone that has a highly stressful job or you know, parents, entrepreneurs, pretty much anybody, anyone that feels like they experience a lot of stress. And when we're experiencing a lot of stress, we need to, um, obviously adrenaline is reduced and cortisol, I'm sorry, adrenaline is produced and um, cortisol is released and we want to be able to balance that out. So meditation really helps to lower stress. It also helps with the monkey mind. You would have all heard the monkey mind that constant banter where it feels like there's a monkey in your head and it's swinging from one ear to the other to the other and can't sit still on any thought. So it helps us to get that monkey to sit still or in fact swing where we want it to swing. The other, um, another important part of meditation is it builds our focus muddle, muddle, our focus muscle and why this is important is because what we focus on is what we get and when we can consciously choose to remove our focus from the things that we don't want which is actually the way our brain is set up with a thing called the negativity bias when we can consciously choose to put our focus on what we do want we engage a part of the brain called the RAS the reticular activating system and we tell it what we want to focus on and when it knows what to focus on, then our brain gets to achieving that goal, which is super cool. Meditation also supports us for better sleep. Now, there are not many people out there that I know that don't need better sleep. It definitely imp- improves sleep. And so I've got a friend of mine who um, she actually said to me just the other day, I was saying, you need to meditate, man. And she was like, yeah, but I fall asleep. It's just the quality of sleep. And this is another one of these uh, myths is that, yes, meditation will help you fall to sleep, but it will also give you a deeper sleep, a better quality sleep. So you actually get more um, more REM time, I believe is correct. I could be wrong there though, so don't quote me on it, but it's about getting the more, um, the deeper sleep. So when we're in the deeper sleep is when our body um, does all of its backup systems, if you like, and it... Um, recovers mentally, physically, and emotionally. Um, The other thing that meditation is really supportive for is we start to listen to ourselves. We start to become more conscious of what's going on inside of us from an internal guidance system as opposed to what we um, are thinking and analyzing and processing. So we're always going to get a much better response when we're listening to our internal guidance system than analyzing our way to a decision or situation. The next obvious question becomes how? How can I meditate? Well, there is plenty of ways to do it. However, if you are one of those people that says, look, I can't meditate, then I strongly suggest you go and find yourself an app. Um, I do, I'm not at all aligned with any, but I have been with Headspace since the beginning. 
that's because you know I downloaded their take 10 and did it I don't know 50 times before I actually paid for the membership um, and they cover so many things but you do need to go and find a meditation app that's going to work for you um, start with a guided meditation and also be aware if you're someone who does a lot of thinking you've got a lot of mental activity the doing the um, visualizing meditations that are very popular right now they're not going to serve you until you can get your brain into theta state which you probably can't do if it's going 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 all the time so unless you're using a meditation from someone like let's say a joe dispenser who is absolutely awesome um, who does guide you in a way to get you into the theta state for someone who has an overactive mind um, Otherwise, it's best just to practice doing um, normal meditation and just focus on your breathing and those sort of guided meditations to start to practice to get yourself to that state. The next really important part is to make a commitment and stick to it for at least 10 days. Now, this is beneficial from, for a couple of reasons, and I hope you can tell me why, because it goes back to the, our last podcast. Number one, you make a commit, commitment for commitment to yourself to turn up for 10, 10 days doing your meditation and you do that well not only do you calm your mind down improve your focus and get all these other benefits but you also build on your self-worth because you've done what you promised yourself you would do and like anything or any habit consistency is the key with meditation the more you do it the more you benefit okay Let's move on to gratitude. If you haven't heard of gratitude um, already, it is actually a really huge superpower for our brain. Again, it was one of the things that I started with when I was um, in a not so wonderful place. And look, the thing about gratitude is it can heal us on an emotional, physical and um, mental level. The Doing gratitude can um, increase our happiness receptors in the brain. And the more um, happiness receptors we have means the more we can actually increase the happiness within our body. Now, happiness in our body actually, and gratitude is what creates this, I should say, actually changes our chemical makeup. So it gives us the ability to heal things um, whether it is physical or mentally. Again, someone who does a lot of work around this is, um, well, Joe Dispenza, but not necessarily from a gratitude point of view. But um, anyway, he's outstanding on that too. The thing with uh, gratitude as well that overlaps with meditation that's highly useful is we again engage our focus muscle, focusing on what we want, not what we don't want, because our brain's actually set up with the negativity, with a negativity bias, which is, means it's always looking for the negative. When we build our muscle around focusing on what we're grateful for, then we're getting a better conscious awareness of where our focus is going and we can activate our brain, activate our brain as I said, um, with the RAS. The big thing about gratitude, though, is that we must feel it in our body. We can find that, um, and often I do hear this with uh, my one-on-one -on -one clients, they'll say, well, 
I just don't really feel that grateful for anything or I don't really feel it. I'm not really feeling it. It feels a bit silly. It feels a bit contrived and it will. Absolutely. It's going to feel contrived when you start. However, you just got to stick at it and you've got to start feeling the gratitude in your body because um, the more you do it, the more you feel it, the more the habit embeds and the more you're going to get the beneficial results from it. And remember, the other thing is to be your best friend. So even if you're having a little bit of trouble with feeling it and and not feeling awkward about it is what I mean. Like actually getting in there and going, wow, I feel super grateful about my glass of water. Okay, well, really, it's only a glass of water. No, hang on a second. I'm really grateful that I can actually drink fresh water from the tap because there are so many countries out there that can't. And what about those kids? Imagine if they, okay, so I'm going to get my negativity bias back on what I'm grateful for. I'm so grateful that I get to drink fresh clean, healthy water every day. So just building this habit is super, super important. Right. Now, the other thing about gratitude is the more modalities, the more the power. What do I mean by that? So you can walk down the street. That's a great place to do it and just go, look, I'm grateful for the weather. I'm grateful for my dog, um, which is, you know, for me, I, I get a lot of gratitude just just for my dog, like my dogs are always there for me. Um, our 14 year old dog is hilarious. She's been locked out of here right now because she literally shuffles around the whole time. So you can find gratitude in the smallest places. Yeah. But the more modalities we do, we do the gratitude with the better it sticks. So you can think it, see it, say it also write it down. Super powerful if you can write it down and feel it in your body. Imagine how powerful that is, that you're feeling on a daily basis real gratitude for all the things that you're enjoying in your life and you want to create more of. Because when you're doing that, you are actually creating more of that in your life. All right. So how do you do gratitude? Well, I've pretty much covered that. Get yourself a journal. Every morning, I want you to get up and I want you to do your gratitude. Do your gratitude in conjunction with these other practices. Another great place I will just just share is so many people I speak to do it in the shower. They just stand in the shower because we actually have a habit. I've heard this habit over and over that people stand in the shower and think about their day. So, they, um, there's a great quote in a very cheesy rom-com that I used to love. I can't remember the name of it. Sandra Bullock's in it. And she says something along the lines of, I am so, um, I am so trapped in thinking about work all the time that I wash my hair three times because I keep forgetting I'm doing it. Now, This is exactly what happens. So many people do that. So use the shower as a perfect example. Again, be grateful that you have hot running water and then go through everything in the day or the day before that you're grateful for. So to sum up gratitude, um, make a daily practice of it because it increases our happy receptors in our brain. 
It will build our focus muscle, which is super important, getting it on what we want and not what we don't want. And it does chemically make us a happier person. On to journaling. Why journal? Okay, there is a few reasons. Number one, to record what's going on in your life. Um, It's important that you get your thinking out on paper because you can often make a lot more sense of it. You will notice that if you don't journal, um, things go round and round and round in your head. When you journal, you learn to think it and get it out on a piece of paper. Another reason is it's going to help you identify some unconscious patterns, especially those good old unresourceful ones that you want to shift and change. When we're journaling, we can see the things that keep happening and then we can do something about it. Another great reason to journal is to embed learning. So again, this is something that I will always um, request of my one-on-one clients that they go away and journal after their session um, and before their session so that they can become really aware of what's happened over the week. Often what I hear is that, you know, God, I came out of the session and it was all great and I implemented, it was going really well. And then by the end of the second week, I noticed that I fell back into those patterns. And then when we become consciously aware of falling back into those patterns, it gives us the power to change them. So embedding learning is super important. This is also really ties into the way the brain deletes, distorts and generalizes. So to get all the information that comes in down to a very small amount of information, it has to get rid of a lot. So what it does is that let's say if you have a belief system that I'm not good enough, then you're probably a person that doesn't remember your wins. It doesn't remember when you do well, achieve something um, or yeah, So what happens is that your brain deletes that information because you think on some level uh, you've got a belief that is I'm not good enough. A journal really helps you to, um, to get back your deletions, to restore your deletions, I should say. And as you um, are restoring those deletions, so becoming consciously aware of them again, you see how far you've come, which is giving your unconscious mind the ability to expand and see the things that are really possible for you. Another classic that my husband is always having a giggle at me, oh my God, it's another Emma epiphany, um, is your epiphanies, really. Because what's going to happen as you go on this journey is that all of a sudden these truth bombs, these epiphanies, these like all the pieces of a puzzle have just come together, it's just going to occur to you. And being able to write that down in a journal so you can come back, think about it, come back, review it, come back, see where else it's relevant. It's incredibly powerful. So recording these things um, is very, very powerful. Another reason to journal is that, look, if we're working with a coach, then um, my work is to help you see what you can't see, help you become conscious of what you're unconscious to. Now, if you don't have a coach, then a journal is a really good way of doing that. So that's pretty much the reasons why we want to journal. How do we do it? Again, consistency is the key. I want to, I want you to do it every day, ideally after meditating along with your gratitude. The reason why we want to do it after we've meditated is because when we meditate, we're connecting to our inner self. So our inner knowing, 
And when we journal right after it, we're going to get really good information from ourselves. Because the truth is, and as Wayne Dyer um, said and has been very famously quoted a billion times, everything we need is inside of us already. We already have the answers we need. So by doing these exercises, by meditating, by doing gratitude, by journaling, we're connecting to that inner knowing that we already have. Now, another thing that we can do, um, another way we can journal is using dreams. It's super, super cool. We can set an intention to remember our dream and we can learn from it because dreams are really a metaphor. Um, And the other thing that we can do is we can ask our unconscious mind to bring to the surface something we need or answer a question. Um, For example, with my podcasts, we had tried a couple of others And I went to sleep last night and I just asked, I just wrote in my journal, um, unconscious mind, can you please send me either a dream or inspiration for my podcasts? And sure enough, I woke up with enthusiasm at 5.30, that's pretty impressive, and just got writing. So that's another way we can journal um, and connect to ourselves. Okay. So that's a bit about all of them. They're the foundation habits that I believe are so incredibly powerful. And they were the foundation habits that really started to turn my ship around. And I've seen it happen for all of my clients over the years. Meditation, do it every day, connect to your inner self, Be the one who's um, deciding where your focus goes, not your overthinking, deciding where your negativity bias goes. Right, gratitude, scientifically proven to make you happier. Get more happy chemicals, it's always going to be better for you. Journaling, embedding the learning, connecting with your inner knowing and raising your awareness to your unconscious constructs and conditioning boom superpowers bring them all together okay now activity time i thought for a bit of fun i'd do three levels because every um with all of my my one-on-one clients and actually and my workshops we always have actions to do okay now i am not always all about the actions because i very much believe the actions are a result of the being so we've got to be first however i need to know that you're going to implement and embed what you've learned here today so three levels (coughs) number one it's the make it easy level buy a journal find a meditation app and get to it super easy right so number two is Yes, I'm in. I am in. Okay, so we'll take the first level. So buy a journal, find a meditation app and commit to seven days of meditation, gratitude and journaling. Now, level three, I want to throw out there to, I've got this and make it hard, Emma. All right, I see your challenge and I throw down. What I want you to do, smarty pants, is I want you to... Do all of the above. So buy a journal, find a meditation app, commit to doing it for 10 days 
and then go on my Facebook page and declare that's what you're doing and I'll keep you accountable. Go on. I dare ya. All right. We have come to the end, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me. This has been super, super fun. I look forward to seeing all the uh, group number three. I've got this, make it hard for me, Emma, on my Facebook page. Please come and connect with me on LinkedIn, on Instagram, Facebook. I would love to see you there. It's been grand. Had loads of fun. See you next time. Hey everyone, I want to say a huge thank you for joining me today. I have had so much fun hanging with you lot. Can I ask that you share this podcast with friends and family and colleagues because it would be super cool if we could share this work with the world, you know, so we can really make a difference, not only to our lives, but the lives of others. So thank you. And you know what? If you want bonus points, it'd be super cool if you'd leave a review. But anyhow, whatever, I would appreciate it. Thanks again. I've loved having you. I'm so looking forward to the next one. And please remember, anyone can change.